Hey everyone, welcome to Lessons with Mike with Zach. What up? So there's a website I've recently become addicted to called the New Campaign Trail. And it's basically a game where you simulate various elections, various presidential elections in America. So today me and Zach are going to simulate and try to win the 1984 election as a Democrat. For those of you who don't know, 1984 was the one. Is this that's the right one, right? 84? Yeah, 1984. Yeah, 1984. Yeah. 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 That's what we're doing. Or was it 88? Are we on 84 or 88? No, 84. This is 1984, Michael. Ronald Reagan versus Walter Mondale. You're right. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Sorry, I got my brain got mixed up a minute. But in real life, Reagan won most of the states, and Mondale did not win very many states. I'm thinking in real life he just won Minnesota, Massachusetts, and D.C. Let me look that up real quick just to make sure that's uh, that's accurate. But uh, in the campaign simulator, we picked uh, – who would you pick as your running mate? Bill Clinton. Ah, uh, yes, Bill Clinton. Oh, I was wrong, actually. Reagan won 49 states, and all Mondale won was Minnesota and Washington, D.C. And even Minnesota was incredibly close. He only won it by a few points. Not even a few points. Let's look at this. Minnesota. He won Minnesota by, wow, Mondale got 49.72, and then Reagan got 49.54. So even the one state he won was only about four or 5,000 votes different. So today we're going to play through the new campaign trail and try to win as Mondale and see if we can do it. Let's go. First question. I'm going to be reading the questions and Zach will be answering them on his own accord and I won't be influencing him. Well, you'll be influencing me. All right. I'll try to influence him. <laughs> question one. As you step onto the Moscow Center main stage in San Francisco, California, thousands of ecstatic Democrats cheer from every corner of the hall. What will you emphasize in your speech to the convention? Option one. I will renew the push for equal rights, no matter your race, ethnicity, sex, or religion. I will not rest until this country is a safe haven for human rights, where all of God's children can live in peace and harmony. And when I go to my second inaugural in 1989, I want to raise my right hand and swear to defend a constitution that includes the Equal Rights Amendment. Option B. I will stand up for the hardworking blue-collar laborer, the virtuous farmer, the people of bustling, prosperous cities, the humble suburban family, and every other core group that defines America. We're going to need all hands on deck to win in November. Option C. Four years ago, Mr. Reagan promised you'd all be better off. And today, the rich are better off. But working Americans are worse off, and the middle class is standing on a trap door. Mr. Reagan has used King Kong tactics to make the common man <laughs> take Hong Kong wages. <laughs> we I, might have to pick C just for that last part. I have, Wow, that's a statement. Okay, option D. <laughs> Let's tell the truth. Mr. Reagan will raise taxes, and so will I. He won't tell you. I just did. I'm pretty sure that's a real quote. And when he raises taxes, it won't be done fairly. He will sock it to, high, to average income families again and leave his rich friends alone. I won't stand for it. Neither will you, and neither will the American people. We're, we're going to have to pick the Hong Kong wages. Hong Kong wages. Uh, Hong Kong wages. I mean, come on. All right. Let's see how that has affected our standing your witty criticism of Ronald Reagan has certainly attracted the attention of many, and that is a good start. Just keep the spotlight off on yourself for as long as possible. Okay. Okay? You have chosen Governor Bill Clinton of Arkansas to be your running mate. Can you elaborate on your choice a little bit? There's only one option. Billy is a decent Southern man and a loyal Democrat. I sincerely hope that people like him can be the future of the party. That's the only option, so we'll go with that. 
Okay, and the advice. Governor Clinton is very popular with young and female voters. He also brings geographic and ideological balance to the ticket. For those of you who don't know, Walter Mondale is from Minnesota. Uh, so in theory, it should be easy to win the uh, the northeastern states like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania should all be fairly easy for him to win. And Arkansas is where Bill Clinton is a very popular governor during this time. So we'll see what happens. Now, at this point, you decide where you want to go campaign. Oh, so I get to pick which state. Yeah, you click which state. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's go to Florida. Florida. That seems like the perfect place to go to. Florida is currently 58% Reagan to 41% Mondale. Ooh, okay. A good spot then. A crime wave has engulfed cities nationwide, with police reporting more arrests, property values lowering, and people fleeing to suburban neighborhoods to escape it. Reagan has received significant criticism for not taking strong measures against it. Will you address this in your campaign in any way? Option one. We have to remember that a lot of the fears of urban gangs terrorizing the suburbs are racially charged, and that I have a voter base of many African-American and Hispanic urbanites. We need not to say a word on this and let these concerns persist on their own. That statement in and of itself is kind of racist. It, it is a little Because bit. he's basically saying that, oh, everyone who's a part of a gang can't be white. There's a lot of white gangs. Yeah. yeah. Like it's called the KKK, Michael. That that is a very big white gang. It, it is. Not, not a like, good one. Yeah. Neo Nazis. Bad. Like, very bad yeah. people. Like, I mean, there's white gangs. I don't know if the Klan was that much of a problem in the eighties or the neo Nazis. I think that's neo Nazis are more newish. I don't know. That's more like the nineties. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Option two, are you kidding me? This is our big break. Let's draft a comprehensive plan to reduce crime by increasing police funding. Ooh, no. Yeah, we don't want to do that, and et cetera, et cetera. Option three, we need to remember that my core base is urban and multiracial, so let's not go overboard with pro-police rhetoric. Let's release a few statements saying that I will ensure safety and that Reagan's policies have neglected the urban poor and led to the mess we see today. Yeah, I think option C is a safe bet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We'll go option C, option C. This is probably a good move. You have successfully broadened your appeal by a little bit without raising eyebrows among core liberal voters. All right, let's go. Next question. Former President Jimmy Carter has offered his assistance to you on the campaign trail. If you want, how will you utilize him? If you don't know, Mondale was Jimmy Carter's vice president. Option one, we need to be very, very careful. Maybe a few appearances in places where he is still popular, such as Georgia, Tennessee, and Arkansas, but nothing big. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah. Number two, Jimmy is a good man and friend, but he is too unpopular to be of any use to us right now. Let's avoid him and emphasize my own accomplishments. I'm my own man, and my brand of liberalism is different. Option three, let's have him appear early and often. Of course, he isn't the most popular, but having a president campaigning for us could give our campaign legitimacy and gravitas it lacks right now. Plus, he could act as an olive branch to Southerners who are still unsure of my candidacy. You don't need that. You have Bill Clinton from the South. Yeah, you really don't. I think option A. Yeah. Because Georgia loves them some Jimmy Carter. Oh, yeah. They're, like he's It's incredible how yeah. very popular he is and has always been there. So we'll yeah. go with option A. This allows you to get the best of both worlds or close to it. Carter helps a lot in the places you send him to, and there's minimal national damage. All right, we're winning a few more states. Nice. We're, it looks like we're ahead in Tennessee right now. We've got Oregon and Washington, it looks like. Uh, Hawaii. Hawaii's coming in close. Ooh. All right, where are we campaigning? Oh, let's see how much your trip to Florida did. It brought us from 41 to 41, so it changed nothing. Did nothing. Okay. Not a thing. Let's let's do let's let's do North Carolina. Yeah. I think that's a good one. North Carolina, Reagan is 56, Mondale 43. 
How many states do we campaign in? There's 30 questions. So 30 states. You get you get to campaign every two questions. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. How do you plan on attacking the record of your opponent, Ronald Reagan, this campaign season? Option A. The disastrous fiscal policies championed by Mr. Reagan have triggered a total collapse of the American farm system, causing untold misery for our farmers and their families. After I'm elected, I will use the federal government to aggressively intervene on behalf of struggling farming communities. Sounds like communism. <laughs> Option two. Mr. Reagan's war on labor unions and his reduction of protective tariffs should outrage any decent working man. As president, I will usher in a new heyday of organized labor and staunch protection of American industry. Sounds like communism. It's almost like you're running as a Democrat. This is all just communism, Michael. <laughs> Option three. The arms buildup facilitated by Mr. Reagan, particularly the American stockpiling of nuclear weapons, is irresponsible, bellicose, and dangerous for both the United States and the Soviet Union. While being mindful of the reality and the nature of our adversary, I hope to cool tensions and find common ground. Option four. The recent surge of crime and Mr. Reagan's lack of a response to mitigate the effects of it is all the evidence you need to prove he doesn't prioritize the safety of American streets. This November, elect someone who will do something to keep your family safe. I think C. Really? Yeah. Because at this point, like, people don't care about Russia. Like, no one thinks they're going to get nuked in the late 80s. I don't know. That was kind of the 80s, though. Was it like the... I guess... I was thinking more like the 60s is when everyone thought they were going to get nuked. Yeah, but, like, I think here's the thing. Reagan, like, forwarded a lot of those ideas. Because he was all just like, communism, guys. We got to watch out. The Red Scare. Yeah, that was a big thing when the reality is that communism was not anything to be concerned about their president was like i think a clown like <laughs> actually before he became i think he was a clown or something was he like, like a, a clown became that, that could be a motivational hallmark movie the clown that led the president i don't know we'll go with option c then per i, I would personally go with d but i'm not the one playing this we're gonna move on the majority of the public agrees with this and wants to see relations improve just don't go too far though because the soviets are still our geopolitical adversaries the, the abortion question. Rut-row. Abortion is a touchy issue for political candidates, particularly Democrats. Feminists and liberals strongly support it, while Southerners and religious people strongly oppose it. With this in mind, what stance will you take? Option A. I oppose abortion in almost all circumstances. Having an abortion is nothing more than murder. Option B. Abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. We should be taking measures to protect the privacy and autonomy of women while simultaneously reducing the need for women to have abortions. Option three, I'm uncomfortable with abortion. We can all agree there are some situations in which it would be necessary, such as rape and incest. As president, I will negotiate a compromise that, I, that can honor both the independence of women and the sanctity of life. Option D, I support legal abortions, full stop. Okay. <laughs> which is not something anyone in the 80s would say. I don't think any, has anyone said that? Just in general, just like, nope. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. You need, besides going on the fact you need to redefine what the term abortion means, I think C is the safest bet. Yeah, because think about it. You got to win some of the southern states, and you, you're doing good with Arkansas. Reagan's from California, so I don't know if you'll be able to pull that one off. Florida, I think, is a lost cause. Texas. So, yeah, we got to do something to appeal. So, you said C? Yeah. Okay. Wait. Oh, it swapped up the answers. Oh, I'm confused now. Uh, Whichever one was C. The one that's this yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. This answer is very broad and nebulous, but many liberals are uncomfortable with some of the language you use. Just obfuscate whenever abortion comes up so you don't alienate any large groups of voters. This is probably my least favorite word in English. 
obfuscate. Well, see, we're not talking about winning the liberals. We need yeah. to win the conservatives. Yeah, because, the liberals are going to vote for us just because we're liberal. Yeah. I mean, you've got New York locked down, which is more than Mondale had in real life. Yeah. So you're doing pretty good. Right. Where are we campaigning this go around? Which one is Ohio? Is that Ohio? Yeah. Let's go to Ohio. That's another big state. Question seven. Several days ago, President Ronald Reagan made the off-the-cuff joke where he claimed that he had signed legislation outlawing Russia forever and that the United States will begin bombing in five minutes. <laughs> that's not something you joke about. I, that's a legit thing he said, though, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Many have expressed alarm over this joke, and Reagan's polling numbers have taken a small hit over the past few days. What will you comment? Option A, this is nothing more than a bad joke. It would be much more effective to attack Reagan on actual policy. No, no. <laughs> That's a very bad joke. Option B, the president just joked about starting nuclear war. It would be criminal let this to let this slide, especially when the fear of nuclear war is as much as it is right now. Let's attack him relentlessly. Option C, this is certainly concerning, especially from someone with the level of authority that Mr. Reagan has. A president has to be more careful with his words. I, I think number two. Yeah, I'm like, thinking you so You can't too. let something like that go. Like You got to hammer that down. Yeah. yeah. The public just isn't that concerned with what basically amounts to an off-color joke. See, that's pretty similar to the Trump thing, though, because no one really cared about his jokes. Yeah, that's fair. He joked about nuking everything, too, I'm pretty sure. All right, next question. Almost a year ago, the United States invaded Grenada and ousted the Marxist military dictatorship that had controlled the Grenadian government since 1980. Do you believe the invasion was justified? Option one. I certainly don't support the actions of the Grenadian PRG, but the justification used by the Reagan administration to invade Grenada was shaky, and it set a dangerous precedent. The Grenadian military dictatorship was an unstable authoritarian nightmare, and it jeopardized American interests. It had to go. The invasion of Grenada was per pre predicated on faulty intelligence to drum up support for more military interventions and to increase military spending. The Reagan administration's actions here are dangerous and increase global tensions. It was justified, but there were a few problems with the execution of the invasion, such as intelligence, communication, and supply chain issues. These issues jeopardized the lives of our men and Grenadian civilians, and they should have been resolved before we invaded. Okay. You know one thing I've noticed? Yeah. Why do we only go after these, like, dinky little countries that we know we can take in, like, a day? Because... Any of the big ones that's like, okay, these people are legitimately evil, we don't go after that. Like, nothing's happened to Syria. Yeah. But, you know, Grenada, let's just go attack Grenada. Yeah, let's go grenade Grenada. It's like, I think this happens a lot of times in history. A president will be like, what can I do to get my poll numbers up? Let's win a war. Yeah. We declare war on this tiny random island or this tiny random country. Yeah, like let's go bomb them because uh, this is the 80s and communism. I've got to tell you a secret, buddy. I don't even know where Grenada is. Um, Africa. Let's, I don't know if that's true or not. Grenada could be, I, I'm thinking it's an island. Let's look that up actually on a map. Grenada. Does it still exist? It does still exist. Okay, it's an island in the West Caribbean. What? Here it is. It's like right above South America. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. We're going with C. Yeah. Like, there, there, there was, that's stupid. Yeah. You gotta click in the bubble, buddy. Oh, there, there you go. go. I clicked there the bubble. Go. Okay. Okay. Why would you say something like this? The American public widely supports the invasion of Grenada, and the response sounds like something a fringe leftist would say. Not Walter. Uh, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, let me tell you, the American public have always been not the most intelligent people. It doesn't sound like it. When are we campaigning in Alaska? We got to get you them campaign polar in Alaska? bears. Not really. Let's go to California. Cal we could it win seems that like one. we're we're getting some more here. Let's we're at fifty-two forty-six, so we could pull up and win California. 
The Reagan campaign has portrayed you in their speeches and advertisements as a liberal who will raise taxes left and right. How true are these accusations? They are completely false. I will not raise taxes one cent. Sadly, it just has to happen. I'll try to raise them as little as possible, and I will do so so wealthy people pay their fair share, but we really don't have another option. On the contrary, actually, I will do anything I can to cut taxes. I hope that tax increases aren't necessary, but it would be irresponsible to rule anything out. I think you got to say you're cutting taxes. Yeah, people love that. People because just you say I'm up. cutting taxes, like they, they will do anything yeah. for you. If Bernie had just lied a little bit, I think he could have won. But here, more tax cuts? How do you plan to pay off the deficit and create a strong social safety net while cutting taxes even further? You're not playing as Dukakis. <laughs> <laughs> I love the little political like. I love jokes these uh, little things they yeah. try to get us. Oh, man. So, oh, well. A crisis caused by overly tight monetary policies has rocketed farms across the Midwest, collapsing that segment of the American economy. President Reagan has received substantial criticism for the failing of his administration. How will you address this? We could have stabilized the situation must er much earlier with aggressive intervention from the federal government. Unfortunately, the, econ the economics of farming cannot support the number of farmers who are borrowing money in the early 80s. I hope the best for our farming communities, though. We need to increase the support for American agriculture by fighting for exports and our trade deals with the Soviet Union, Mexico, and elsewhere. I love how the Soviets are evil, but we want them to buy our stuff. You see, I don't think that would go over well in an election if you said that. Uh, we want to trade with the Soviets, guys. <laughs> like That's how you win votes in the 80s. Yeah. But the second answer just seems mean. <laughs> yeah, it's just like they're all poor. Like I feel like the first one. Yeah, that makes the most sense. got to do that. They're, no, we know what they're going to say. What are they going to say? You're you're a commie, and you're wanting to use the government to let's, intervene with everything. Let's see what let's, they say. This is probably your best response. Oh, okay, Take cool. The All right, let's go. Let's go. So we're not doing especially better in most places, uh, but in California, we're up to we're down to forty five. We've actually gone down. How did we go down? Okay, hold on. Let's let's go to a state that's like. Let's go to Texas. Let's see what Texas We're is down doing. 18 points in Texas. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to win Texas. We're going to make them. What is your opinion on U.S. policy in Nicaragua? President Reagan has been very vocal in his opposition to the leftist Sandinista government, while others are uncomfortable with his support of the Contra guerrilla group operating within the nation. I'm not opposed to giving some aid to the Contras, but we need to make sure our investment doesn't spiral out of control. We should cut off all aid entering Nicaragua, both humanitarian and military. The U.S. just needs to take its hands off them completely and let them do their own thing. Enough is enough. I support sending United States military advisors into Nicaragua. I would adhere closely to the Boland Amendment as possible, meaning no aid to the Contras whatsoever. We must stick to humanitarian aid only. I'm not opposed to giving some aid to the Contras, but we need to make sure that our investment in them doesn't spiral out of control. You never give like weapons to like guerrilla warfare like things like yeah don't give them weapons yeah like well I mean that's kind of how ISIS was created yeah this is the whole Iran Contra thing because Reagan went behind their backs and got them weapons anyway yeah, yeah like we we gotta obey the laws of of the Boland Amendment I'm hearing for the first time <laughs> I've never heard of the Boland Amendment the Boland <laughs> Amendment is where democracy survives yeah this is a standard response okay hey okay. standard response let's go. Despite your vigorous campaign, you still trail President Reagan in the polls by a considerable margin as September ends and October begins. As your campaign prepares for a huge push to close the gap, are there any issues you want to emphasize? Let's get right back on the campaign trail and campaign on crime, an issue that affects everyone. Under a Mondale administration, I'll go after it aggressively. 
Let's try a new angle. I'll start talking about the enormous deficit piling up under Reagan and how I will reduce it starting on day one. We don't have to complicate this too much. Let's focus on the economy and bash Reaganomics whenever we can. I'm sick and tired of a system rigged in favor of the ultra-wealthy millionaires and billionaires, but not the common man. Foreign policy is a winning issue for us. We don't want a man with the antagonistic warlike tendencies of Reagan to have his finger on the nuclear button for four more years. I think the Reaganomics thing is the way to go. Yeah, because I know now we realize Reaganomics doesn't work. Uh, hopefully people will realize it doesn't work when we say it. It's the economy, stupid. What, what does that even mean? <laughs> That's a Bill Clinton quote. Oh, All right, man. so what, what do it we looks win like we're more? gaining ground. We won one percent more in Texas. How are we Let's doing in go. California? It looks like it's okay. We're up to forty six now in California. We're doing better. We can flip it. All right, we already did Florida. What's another big state? Where's New York? We got New York. We're pretty good in New we York. Got New York. What's this? New Hampshire? I don't really care about. Uh, Texas. Let's we, campaign we, in something weird. Let's campaign in Wyoming. Or, or Utah. Utah. Let's get the Mormon. Let's vote. get those Mormons. Let's, get Let's Mormons. go. We all know they always vote liberal. <laughs> what is your general stance on foreign policy, namely towards the Soviet Union? President Reagan has been very aggressive towards the Soviet Union, and many Americans support him, but others oppose his hawkish stances. Frankly, I support what President Reagan has been doing. Communist nations are a threat to American national security, and we need to be aggressive and strong in the face of their tyranny. Why would you, in your campaign trail, be like, he's doing a good job, guys? You never say that. No. Come on, never. I certainly have my criticisms of how Reagan is handling foreign policy, but it isn't unreasonable to show some strength towards communist nations. We can be fair and just while also being firm and unyielding. We need to reach out to the Soviet Union and reduce the level of tension there is. I'm not saying we should throw in the talent surrender, but negotiating and signing trainings is a mature, responsible way to ensure peace. There. That makes sense to me. The other yeah. two are just patting Reagan on the back. We that's can't, all that's We happening. can't give Reagan yeah. credit for anything here. This is basically the expected take from you, somewhat dovish, yet realistic and pragmatic. Okay, the people yeah. should love that. Yeah. At 73 years old, Ronald Reagan is the oldest American to ever be elected president. Because of this, some voters doubt his ability to do his job. Will your campaign address this? You know, we won't publicly talk about his age, but it wouldn't hurt to emphasize my relative youth and that my ideas are newer and more modern. Let's question his fitness and emphasize the dangers of having somebody as old as Reagan as president. He's practically senile. This could be a landmine. We need to avoid mentioning age at all costs and just stick to policy. Walter Mondale is old, too. Like, well, he's old now, but he wasn't old 40 years ago. Uh, he's dead, though. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Here's the thing. Because you know in real life, this got brought up and Reagan was like, I will not make an issue of my opponent's youth and inexperience. You know that was something, because the problem is, is that if you start attacking his age, then all the old people who actually yeah. vote will start being like, well, what do you mean? I, you know, Fun gurgle, fact, gurgle, gurgle. Right? Both Trump and Biden have been older than, were older than Reagan. I think you just stay, you just time. stay out of it. Yeah, stay out of it. The concerns about Reagan's age persist on their own to your benefit, and you look statesmanlike for refusing to fan the flames. See, yeah. I agree. You have to look mature. You do. You got to look mature, and you got to look intelligent. You got to look like you know what you're doing. Okay, right. so. So, where did we go to? We just went to Utah. Utah? That did nothing that, in Utah. I think that I think we're actually in a worse position. We're doing better in North Carolina, though. Okay, let's let's do some North Carolina stuff real quick. We already did them, didn't we? Did we? We can do them again if you want. You can do whatever you want. Let's do Michigan. We're, it looks like Michigan's turning light red, so we have a chance. Which one's Michigan? Uh, right over there. This one? No, that's Wisconsin. 
There's Michigan. Oh, Michigan's really small. Oh, wait, no, that's Michigan too, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> this is weird. Michigan's Why a weird does Michigan state? disconnect? Have you never seen a map before? I don't look at maps <laughs> often. Well, you need to get a map. Right. Looking at maps. Let's, new go, let's, let's go, go to Michigan. Despite Reverend Jesse Jackson's loss to you in the contentious primary struggle, you put up a strong fight and has still influence, still has influence over the African-American voters as the strongest black presidential candidate in American history. Would you be open to meeting with him and discussing policy to secure his endorsement? No, I won't. Reverend Jackson is very left-wing, and if I appear with him, I will scare away moderates who have supported me otherwise. Plus, his anti-Semitic statements would hurt me with the Jewish voters, and I can't risk losing any support. I'll do the meeting for the publicity, but I'll make it very clear to him that I'm a moderate candidate and will not tack, le will not tack left to appease him. Yes, I will. Reverend Jackson is a good man and prominent figure in democratic politics, and we need all the help we can get. Ooh. Okay, number two is not. That's not the one. That's yeah. that ain't it, Chief. Because Be number two is just makes you look fake. Yeah. Because if you have a meeting with him and then tell him privately it's all for show, then he's not going to do anything to help you. Yeah. No. <laughs> he's going to think this is the biggest joke. Yeah. But at the same time, you have to realize. I mean, predominantly most Jewish people are going to vote Democrat. That that is tr historically true. That's a tough one. Thank hard, man. <sighs> the fate of our struggling campaign hangs in the balance. Right now, it's estimated that we have 141 electoral votes. Oh, so. Okay. It's a tough one. Let's think about it. So let's think about recent history, 2016, when Bernie lost and Hillary refused to really do things with him. And only when it looked like she was losing, did she pretty much force him to endorse her. And he didn't look happy about it at all. <laughs> Well, versus 2020, right? Where Biden and Bernie, they had like a bromance going on there at the end. Okay, here was the thing. Okay, Jesse Jackson was way more left-wing than Walter Mondale. Oh, yeah, way more left. So it's going to look odd. It would look odd. So I feel like you just say no. Because at this point... It's going to look like a desperation move. Yeah, and yeah. people will see through that, I yeah, think. Yeah, so. I think you just say no. I think yeah. it's just a safe bet... Many black Democrats are expecting more, but Jewish Democrats are relieved you declined to meet with them. See, so there's pros and cons to each one. It's, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. All right. The next question is, targeting specific voter demographics is a great way to swing crucial votes towards you in the fall. Using a combined arms approach of advertisements, appearances, and canvassing, is there any particular group of voters you would like to court in the following weeks? Southern voters. They may be hesitant to support me right now, but by focusing on the right issues and appearing with popular Southern Democrats like Bill Clinton, Ruben Askew, and Al Gore, we can get the South on our side. Let's also back off of trade protectionism a bit. Option two, Reagan has a huge base of middle-class white suburbanites that will be hard to overcome. Let's cut into his lead by taking a more hardline stance on crime and further de-emphasizing my plan to raise taxes. Let's also bring up my middle-class roots. Option three, Factory workers in the Midwest could be crucial to my Democratic victory. I'll flex my record of supporting labor and meet with key union leaders to get the message across. This is crucial to swinging states like Illinois, Ohio, and Michigan into the Democratic column. Option four. First and foremost, we need to appeal to my core base of voters. Let's, show up, let's shore up support in big liberal cities and stress my liberalism as much as possible to continue building our multiracial urban coalition. Those are the kind of people who will vote for me this fall. After that, maybe we can go after other voting blocks. I think three. I think so too, because you're not going to get the South. You might get a little bit with Bill Clinton. 
and you're not really going to do anything with Reagan's base. So I think three is the best. Yeah. Getting the union unions typically vote Democrat anyway. I well, and also too, Illinois and Ohio and Michigan are leaning more Reagan. So yeah. you want to try to get them. You got to get them because they haven't been completely lost at this point. As expected, the blitz of campaigning helps you greatly in the Midwest. Just make sure to visit other places too. See, look at that. Now we're winning Wisconsin. Look at that. Iowa. Iowa. Wow. Yeah. We're really close in Illinois. It looks like only one point behind in Illinois. Yeah. Let's campaign there. What is your stance on capital punishment? Capital punishment is cruel, barbaric, draconian, and doesn't work. I cannot support it. I personally oppose it, but states should be free to decide for themselves. I don't see anything wrong with the death penalty. If justice is to prevail, some people ought to get a punishment that suits the crime they commit. At this point, we need to do anything we can to get the staggering rates of murder and violent crime under control, including implementing capital punishment for the most severe crimes. Okay. A, ain't it, Chief? That's, that's not it. That's it not going to get anyone to vote for you. No. B just feels... Dishonest. Well, it's just kind of like, well, you know, let let him do it, but <laughs> like, I don't know. It feels like wussy. Yeah, like you got to go one way or the other. Like, I feel like D is the best option. Okay, because you're saying we're only doing it in the most severe cases. Yeah, which I feel like and I feel is like fair. at this point in time, that's an okay thing for a Democrat to say. Yeah, yeah. Your base is upset with you, but this isn't the majority. But this is the majority opinion. So you're good with the majority. That's going to help yeah, you. Yeah, that's all we care about. Will you attend the first presidential debate? The topic being debated is domestic and economic policy. Absolutely, we need to close the gap badly. No, remember the 1980 debate? Reagan is very charismatic. The last thing we need right now is for him to be cracking one-liners up there and killing our momentum. If you refuse to debate him, that's going to make weak. you look so bad. That looks terrible. Yeah, you got to debate. Yeah. Reagan seemed confused and lost while you seemed as alert and assertive. Most observers agree that you eviscerated him. And the oh, map look at shows that. It. Tennessee. Let's go. We're even, ooh, in Arkansas. In Arkansas is pretty up. close. Illinois flipped. West, West Virginia? Virginia? Oh, wow. Gosh. Country roads take me They're, home. Country like, roads take us to the White House. Oh, look at that. Vermont. Vermont, we're about to get. What is up with New Hampshire? Like That one used to be a lot more Republican back then. Yeah, that's true. So. Let's see here. New Jersey. Wow. Let's find something. Let's go to South Carolina. I think this will be an interesting. We're down one. by like 14. Gun control is an important issue, especially with the rising rates of crime. What's your stance on this issue? We need to get serious about gun control to reduce violent crime. We should implement stringent restrictions on what you can do with a gun and where you can take it. Enact strict licensing laws to track every gun. I would even consider confiscation. That's not going to fly in 1980s nope, America. In South not. Carolina? No, no way. You, will, you will lose. This would be dealt with better by individual states so that each state has its own laws. Again, weak response. I'm a moderate, and what we have right now makes sense. We need to strike a balance between keeping dangerous weapons off the streets and respecting the constitutional right to bear arms. I'm not going to infringe on the right to own handguns for personal defense or rifles for hunting. That being said, I hope we can all agree that machine guns, high-powered rifles, and assault weapons clearly have no place in the streets, especially when crime is as bad as it is. I feel like D's a good response. Yeah, I feel like that's a good Democrat response for this time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, you're basically saying you can have your guns. Yeah, but you don't need to have, like, machine guns and assault rifles. You don't need an Uzi. Yeah. Like... And people are getting murdered all the time, so... This is a good response for the situation. You have the upper hand on gun control, and this answer helps you come across as the voice of reason and common sense. Let's go. Let's go. 
What is your opinion on Reaganomics? The controversial economic policy championed by Reagan features lower taxes, unrestricted free market activity, and reduced government spending. I support Reaganomics. It has led to increased wealth, prosperity, and purchasing we can't even say power. Say that was straight I can't get through that. No, absolutely not. The truth is, Reaganomics is one of the worst travesties, travesties to ever be inflicted upon this nation's economic system. The day I'm inaugurated, I want to hike taxes drastically. Oh, no. You can't say that. Ramp, no. ramp up government spending and levy huge tariffs on all imports. That's the only way to fix our fractured system. I oppose Reaganomics, but I'm not going to emphasize it very much. Reagan has the upper hand here due to the economic recovery, so we would be better off focusing on other issues. Reaganomics punishes poor and middle-class people by taking money from them and giving it to the wealthiest Americans in the form of irresponsibly large tax breaks. I'd make the wealthiest pay their fair share to maintain our valued social programs while keeping the burden of the average American as low as possible. You got to go with D. Yep, that's the one. That's, 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 that's it, Chief. Although the economy is good, people are starting to notice the massive wealth gap between the rich and the poor. Your answer helps illustrate this concept. Okay, we're doing good. All right. Well, we were doing a little bit we, better. We got a point up in South Carolina. Yeah, it looks look, like. look at that. What are some places that are a little bit? We could win California if we put a lot of work into it. I, I think we could. Let's go back to California because yeah. that's because like up here we've won most of the Northeast. Yeah. Like that's that's a given. But well, let's let's see. Let's find a state that like we're really just we're doing terrible in Arizona. We're yeah. down twenty points there. Maybe we'll get. Um, Oklahoma? No. Uh, what's the John McCain? John we'll, McCain. Ma John McCain will campaign for us. We will get the coveted John McCain endorsement. Let's, Let's go to New Mexico. Yeah, that we feels could, like we could a win that one. Bit of a bit yeah. of a swinger. Will you send Bill Clinton to debate George Bush on October 11th? Yes or no? Of course he will. Yeah, there's you got to send him. I think I think Bill Clinton destroys George Bush just oh, like he did. Absolutely. If you ever get a chance, listeners, watch the 1992 debate between. Bush, Bush, HW, and Clinton, because there's a point where like HW is just like standing there checking his watch while people are asking him questions. Yeah, yeah, it's just okay. Clinton seemed calm, relaxed, and conversational. Bush seemed a little impatient and defensive. This debate will help your case, although the overall effect is small. Okay, what is your opinion on the current rate of defense spending? Will you favor increasing or decreasing? Defense spending should be cut significantly. I'm not convinced we should keep building weapons when we could use that money for our valued social programs. The average American would appreciate an extra few hundred dollars in their social security more than a brand new tank or jet. We should moderately reduce defense spending, not drastically. We still need a military strong enough to defend ourselves, but I would rather see some of the money used to relieve our struggling farmers or increase social security. Was farming a big issue back in the 80s? Yeah. They've talked about farming There's a been lot. a lot of questions about farming. Yeah. Well, this is like before like big factory farms. So there were a lot of like more local farms back then. Um, yeah. I am satisfied with our current rates of defense spending. We certainly need to be able to defend ourselves from Soviet aggression, but increasing spending is a waste of money. We should spend more on defense than we are right now. Our military is still not prepared enough. I feel like two, like B. Yeah. That seems like a pretty safe bet. It's like, yeah. Well, you can't like completely defund it because you yeah. still need a military, but... I think people like the farmers will love that answer. I think. Yeah. Defense spending cuts during the Cold War will always be a tough sell, but maybe this framing of your position is enough to get it widespread acceptance. You forget this is the Cold War time. Oh yeah. All right. So where did we go? We just went to New Mexico. We're actually doing a little better. That, I think that it was helps. forty-four. 
All right. So, ooh. California is very close. Let's, let's go back to California. We could do it. Let's, we could do, let's it. do it. What is your stance on the Equal Rights Amendment to the Constitution? It enjoyed wide support during the 70s, but support seems to have waned a bit. Recently, I've reevaluated my stance on the Equal Rights Amendment, and I've come to the conclusion that I can't support it because oh, it, no. because it would be harmful to oh. our labor unions. <laughs> Option two, I still support the amendment, and I promise to pass it if I'm elected this November. We must never give up on the fight to secure true equality of men and women. Option three, I support the amendment, but let's not emphasize it. That way we can minimize losing moderate and conservative Democrats who would support me otherwise. Oh, we got to go with two. Got like, to, because the women will come out and vote for you. I'm sure they will. Although the ERA isn't as popular as it once was, your core base of voters is happy to see you stick up for it. The effect shouldn't be that, the effect shouldn't be that big either way, though. A deadly illness called HIV AIDS. No, that, that was when that yeah. first came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah has been spreading rapidly over the past few years, claiming the lives of many Americans, particularly homosexuals. President Reagan has been criticized for ignoring its spread and government infrastructure to prevent and mitigate its effects is non-existent. How will you address this? I don't think we should focus on this issue very much as we campaign. The devastation this illness has caused to the homosexual community is heartbreaking and unacceptable. As president, I would do everything in my power to stop the spread of AIDS and allocate funding for research and development on a cure for this disease. Ronald Reagan knows this deadly disease is ravaging American communities as we speak, yet he decides to do nothing. What kind of president is he? I would be much more aggressive in containing the spread of AIDS. This is a huge problem, particularly from a medical standpoint. This disease is very contagious, has a high mortality rate, and we know next to nothing about it. I would allocate funding to assist people stricken by AIDS and drastically ramp up research on the disease so that we can hopefully develop a vaccine or a cure. I feel like two is the way to go. Because you're playing people's heartstrings. But were homosexuals popular? That's not the right word, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically, you know, what it is. Like, was the public, I, I think the general public consensus in the 80s was not as pop, was not as favorable as it is now. I, I don't know what it was in the 80s. I don't know. I wasn't alive then. All right, go with two. Well, hold on. I think four might be the That's best, what right? I was thinking, yeah. actually, yeah. Because that way, you mention how bad it is without yeah. approaching age from a medical and scientific standpoint is a smart move. People will care about it more if they think of it as something other than the gay disease. Oh, yeah, that's true, yeah, too. Yeah, let's go. All right, how's California doing? 47-51. Ah, uh, we can do it. That's a close one. We can do it. Where where are we? Uh, where else are we trailing? We got a five. We're going to Alaska, boys. Oh, man, down by 20 in Alaska. You're never going to win Alaska. There ain't no way. All right. We're doing significantly better than Walter Mondale in real life, though. All right. So what's what's another state here? Could we win like, Georgia, you think? Probably not. I think we could win Georgia. Let's try it. The press has just received copies of a murder manual authored by the CIA to show Nicaraguan guerrillas how to kidnap, assistant, kidnap, assassinate, and blackmail political enemies and civilians. With the debate on foreign policy only days away, how much will you emphasize this on your advertisements and stump speeches? This isn't a big deal. We can bring it up from time to time, but foreign policy is a weak spot of ours, so we'd be much better focusing on attacking Reagan's elitist economic policies and the crime surge. I will bring the manual up as much as possible and even argue that CIA Director William Casey should resign. This could be the October surprise we've been waiting for. We'll talk about it as much as we talk about any other point in our campaign. The manual itself isn't a game changer, but if we use it alongside all of our other points, it could tip the scales. Ooh. A, isn't it? Yeah, you can't do A. You, you got to bring this up. If something happens, you got to gotta bring it up. 
You can't let him have a pass. I feel like B. Like, this is a pretty big deal. Yeah, like, this was this was authorized by Reagan. Yeah, if you like really hammer him on this, I think that'll help you. Yeah, and that'll help improve your foreign policy things as well. Yeah, it's kind of like we don't need to do this. Like you need to get out of here. Although the manual's effects aren't as drastic as you expected, it still helps your case. Okay. Will you attend the second debate against Reagan? The topic of the debate is defense and foreign policy. Why would anyone ever pick no? Unfortunately, Reagan was really on the ball tonight and you just couldn't keep up. He was even able to crack a few jokes to the audience's delight. Observers believe Reagan was the winner. Uh Uh-oh. All right, so where did we go? We just went to Georgia. We got up one point. We're up to 47. So we're doing good. We're at the home stretch, though, now. How's California looking? We got to win that one. 47-51. If Reagan loses California, that that's gonna hurt. Yeah. Oh man, because we're winning a lot of the Midwest except Michigan for some reason. Yeah. Mich- How are we doing in Michigan? Forty-seven fifty-two. What about Ohio? Forty-six fifty-two. That's a big one. But we've got New York and Pennsylvania. Virginia, but there's no way. Yeah. West Virginia and Kentucky, Kentucky are like. Well, let's do Kentucky because that one has more points than or more electoral votes than West Virginia. All right. In recent years, a nuclear freeze movement has gained traction with the American public. A nuclear freeze would be an agreement between the United States and Soviet Union to halt all development, testing, and deployment of nuclear weapons. Do you support this idea, and is it something you'd pursue? I'd have no problem with a nuclear freeze. Yes, we should move to reduce tensions between us and the Soviet Union, and a mutual nuclear freeze between our nations is a good way to do that. Why Mr. Reagan would refuse to pursue this idea is beyond me, but I support its implementation. No, and ask Neville Chamberlain how appeasing how appeasing Adolf Hitler went while you're at it. Nuclear freezes are a charade and a side of weakness in the face of the Soviet menace. I propose a massive arms buildup to show the communists we mean business. Oh, no. Yeah, you can't. You, no. you got to go number two. Yeah, because that way it balances it. The average American is supportive of a freeze as long as the Soviets are on board, too. It's good to emphasize that. Yeah. All right. How would you approach tariffs as president? Would you govern as a free tradist, a protectionist, or a moderate? I strongly support free trade. Tariffs are bad all the way around and unsound economically. I would slash them as far as Congress would let me. Mr. Reagan's reductions of tariffs has led to a noticeable loss of manufacturing jobs domestically. While being sure to remember the consumer and not go overboard, I want to be a bit more careful to protect American workers. I'm a moderate overall. I would make it a priority of my administration to pursue a compromise between free trade and protectionism so that we can keep an aggressive, competitive, prospering industry while also increasing trade with other nations. I strongly support protectionism, and blue-collar workers can count on me to increase tariffs as president. I'll stop at nothing to ensure that American laborers have high-paying, unionized manufacturing jobs. Well, you got to think, okay, this is the 80s. This is when manufacturing jobs were starting to die. Yeah, they were starting to not be a thing as much. Like textiles were going down, other industries were becoming Because everything started getting shipped off to China. And why did they start getting shipped off? Because of... The free trade. Yes, yeah. yes, that's the word. The yeah, free basically, trade. you can do whatever you want. So then they just yeah. went where stuff was free. So you gotta. I think you gotta make it. Uh, you gotta D. go. You gotta go D. Yeah, because that's the American way. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: uh, Bernie and Trump, you would think, are very polar opposites, but both of them are very against uh, trade deals. Who is Biden? Trump? No, Bernie and Trump. Oh, Bernie and yeah. Trump. I'm not too familiar with what Biden thinks about him, but uh, I know Bernie and Trump. That there was a weird thing when they were both. They there. agreed on. Yeah. Factory workers enthusiastically celebrate your statement, but this answer is still out of tune with the American public as a whole. It doesn't matter. We got the factory workers. Yeah. All right. Where did we go? Uh, We just went to Michigan, and it's already a lot closer. We didn't go to Michigan. We went to Kentucky. Oh, yeah. We did go to Kentucky. 
All right, now here's the thing. It's our last one. We, we are it. three points away from Reagan and California. We got to do it. We, we got to hammer him. California hard. Got to. Many nations have started to levy sanctions on South Africa for its horrific apartheid system. Do you support these sanctions? Absolutely. South Af- what South Africa is doing is immoral. We should sanction them as harshly as possible. Sanctions would be a perfectly fine way to pressure South Africa into doing the right thing. Of course, I vehemently oppose apartheid, but sanctioning South Africa would hurt our economy, something I can't support. I would prefer if we use diplomatic methods to pressure South Africa. What do we get from South Africa? What, like trade? But like, we, 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 we trade. Like, but we could get those same things from other. There's nothing that we exclusively get from South Africa. I yeah, think. it's like you could sanction them and still get the same things and from you, other countries. And you get yeah. more money. I'm not that sure. you use to go to other countries to get the yeah. stuff. <laughs> I'm not aware of anything that was exclusively gotten from South America, uh, South Africa. I'm not yeah. Sure. yeah. So Elon Musk's family is not going to be very happy. We, uh, we sanctioned his dad. <laughs> Good idea. Taking a hardline stance here. The American public overwhelmingly disapproves of apartheid. Okay. Okay, cool. Let's go. As the campaign enters its last week, are there any places you want to focus your efforts? The Midwest. I will stop in Missouri, Kentucky, and Ohio before holding one final rally in Detroit. Let's head below the Mason-Dixon line and stop in Georgia, Louisiana, and Arkansas, and maybe a quick stop in Tennessee. I'll travel down the West Coast, hosting a rally in every major city from Seattle to San Diego. I'll take a bus tour down the Eastern Seaboard, holding rallies in Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, and Delaware. All right, we got the Northeast. That's done. We're not going to get the South. I'm not worried. Well, we already got Tennessee, basically, so I'm not worried about that. And Arkansas, we probably have, too, because of Bill. When it comes to the Midwest... We we're very we're, close in Kentucky, but oh, we're not winning Missouri, and we already got Michigan. Basically, yeah, we have Michigan pretty much. We I have, think you gotta hammer uh, Cal- the West California, Coast, California. California. We've already got Oregon. Let's get California. Let's make it happen. Let's let's go. Let's right. let's do this, boys. You draw huge crowds wherever you go. Let's hope it's enough to put you over the top. All right, the results are coming in. Let's go. Dun, 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 dramatic music. Dun, 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 dramatic music. Dun, Does dun, it do dun. it by itself? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. The first state to come in is... Right, 10%, 12%. 12%. Indiana goes to Reagan. Well, we, we kind of knew that. Yeah. Reagan gets Kentucky and South Carolina Expected. and Virginia. Expected. No surprises yet. Yeah. We have a chance. We can do this. Okay. Oklahoma, no big deal. New Hampshire. These were all ones that we expected. Yeah, we Georgia, North Carolina, we didn't yeah. really have a chance there. Ohio, Florida. We tried in Ohio. It wasn't enough. Oh, look at Mondale. He's got three. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh let's go. We, we're already doing better than Mondale did in real life. We got Maryland and Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Let's, let's see go. how many more we can get. Let's go. We got Pennsylvania, Tennessee, and Minnesota. Let's go. We got Illinois and New York. I think we have a chance here. It's looking a little bit better now. And we lost. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Well, who won California? Let's see. We, we Reagan's at 299 right now, and they haven't called California yet. There goes West Virginia. I'm I still I just want to know who won California. We lost North like, Dakota. If we win California. We won Iowa. If, if we win California, I consider this a win. We got Washington. All that's left is Oregon, California, Hawaii, and Atlanta. Oh, we lost California. Dang. How close was it? I got to see this. 50 to 48. Oh, it was difference close. difference of 
2.1%. Man, we were close. We were so Who is close. Berglund? Was that the Libertarian? Yeah, it must have been him. Ah, dang. Well, we won right. Hawaii, though. We did That's a win, significantly though. better than Mondale did we in came, real we life. We came close, boys. And yeah, so in, the, in real life, Ronald Reagan got 525 electoral votes, but in our simulation, he only got 362. In real life, Walter Mondale got 13, but in our simulation, he got 176. Our popular vote total, 47.4. In real life, Walter Mondale only got 40.6. We are a better Walter Mondale than Walter Mondale. We did about seven points better than Walter Mondale. We did so much better. And look how many, we actually got him electoral votes. We did, yeah. We we won several states. Uh, Let's look at this. The closest states... Vermont. We almost won Vermont. Yeah. Wow. That one was really close. Vermont, West Virginia. Did we win? We almost won. What was the farthest state? Like, what was the one state that was like, no, really? We lost Utah by a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we kind of knew that. Let's see the state. I think the state we did the best in was Massachusetts, probably. Oh, no. That's not what I want. Highest Mondale percentage. D.C. Yep, Minnesota. Minnesota. We got 54% in Minnesota. That's where he's from is Minnesota, isn't it? That's right, yeah. That's based real life anyway. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of of Mike and Zach playing a game or whatever this is. Lessons with Mike, that's what it's called. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah, I hope you learned something about politics. If you want to play the campaign trail, just look up campaign trail game, and it's a fun game. You can simulate most elections, and there's even some fun little uh, alternative simulations you can do too. Thank you all for listening. Hope to see you again soon. Bye.